Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It is August 14th, 2023. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Oh, you got that ginger lime that that like that uh polar's like mule yeah yeah it's good man we had that stuff at your bachelor party it was it's good it's good stuff yeah that's good oh thank you guys for tuning in on this lovely monday evening here in atlanta or in the greater atlanta area wherever you guys are watching or listening to us i am tim herb as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host mr kevin bradley over there on the other side of the screen from me um yeah it's good to be back dan unfortunately couldn't join us tonight um due to i don't i don't even remember but i miss you dan i wish you would join i wish you would hop in um we got josh pagranski josh p in the trap we got richard gordon the faithful coming in like it's uh, coming in hot coming in hot like we never left it's been uh you know yeah it's it's been yeah it's uh we should have put that in the intro but i think we would have got like um what is it? The DMC stuff. The it's, say, it's not going to be demonetized because that's no, 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 no not at all. Business as usual here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we meet the threshold for monetization on on uh, YouTube. So yeah. all good there. We got Jay Hennibal and Brittany S in the trap. Yeah, Brittany S saying we signed some people. We did, we did, and I feel like that's about all we have to talk about outside of. Uh... Am I boring you, Kevin? No, this, <laughs> this perfor- the the recent run of form by Atlanta United has been boring, but no, that's um, fair. There's some there's some bright spots though, and hopefully we'll see it pan out into something. But um, man, gotta gotta applaud Miami for just selling out for goals, man. Just racking, dude. Them no up. kidding. Yeah, why not? Why not? You know they're absolutely crushing it. Um, I mean that's the uh, that's the excited soccer that everybody and Atlanta faithful was wanting to see, right? Just even though they're, they're having to go to PKs four to four and six to six matches they're they're coming out winning more time than they're losing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. The, you know, Landon Schultz in the trap saying, uh, and Messi is great. Who knew, you know what? Like, I feel like myself included, and maybe I'm just projecting onto other people. I think people really did forget that he's, Although he's 35 years old, maybe 36 now. I know he's born in 87, like me. Is like I don't know. Like he's still in his prime, and I th- I think he struggled a little bit with PSG. Um, and I don't know if that was just settling in or whatever, but it took him a while. I felt like to get going. But what does he have? Eight goals in five games. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. in League's Cup it's and making cool. it look really easy in the process. Yeah. It's kind of stupid, right? Like it's it's really stupid. And the fact that like he's turning, like Robert Taylor, you know, I, I went on fan TV a couple weeks ago. I think it was after the the match against Atlanta United, and it was like it's just another Lewis Morgan, another left wing from um, another left wing on Miami that just kills us. And yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. He he looks he's making everybody around him better. Um, everybody's freaking out that he's given Joseph the penalty kicks too. What do you mean? But no, just freaking out like how humble and like how good of a teammate he is by letting oh, Joseph yeah, yeah, take yeah. the PKs and yeah. all that stuff. But um, I mean, it's been fun to watch. Um, I don't know. I wonder if they're going to come crashing down to earth at any point. Um, seems kind of hard know, to tell. Man. It, it seems like MLS is uh, their, their ladder to climb. Um, you know, it's just funny. The, the memes have been great. Just 
Are you above the age of 35 and used to play for Barcelona? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, is Luis Suarez next? That's the I so I saw something because he's I, I think he's a free agent now or he's in oh yeah he is early or something like that and uh, I guess somebody asked him about it. he's like no nobody's called me I'm not oh gotcha that move um but yeah of course there's been the the questions about whether or not he's going to do it or not I saw oh, a man. big rumor that somebody in MLS was going to try to really go for an Mbappe deal. Uh, I don't know if it was one of those. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think that was all shit housery, man. I, it, it's ridiculous. But, no, you're you. Did you not see that there were actually? Are you just making that up? Because there actually were reports that like the oh, no, MLS. I definitely was, saw it okay. and laughed hysterically at the notion that somebody was going to possibly manage to swing that with him in his prime. You know. Yeah. It's uh, I don't think that's happening. And that's been a real saga, that whole Mbappe and PSG thing. And then they, they finally, I think came to terms and he's uh, yeah, I think he's staying there for at least another year, but yeah, it's silly. So. Silly season has been ridiculous as a Liverpool fan. It's been, it's been really hard. <laughs> I don't know if you've kept up or seen any other reports. Uh-uh. So I don't know. Liverpool really need a number six. They re- like more than Atlanta United does. And we, we came to an agreement with Brighton, highest transfer fee ever for an, a, uh, a player in the EPL. And then uh, he doesn't want to, he didn't want to play for us. He wanted to play for Chelsea. So uh, Chelsea ended up buying him. And then we had another guy, Ro- Romeo Lavia. That was Moises Caicedo, who apparently was linked with Atlanta United a few years ago. Go figure. Uh, and, Moise, and then this guy, Romeo Lavia, this 19-year-old um, center defense mid from Belgium who plays for Southampton, was reportedly going to come to Liverpool, too. And he's going to Chelsea, too. Somehow, Todd Bowley, like, I don't understand it. They've spent something like a billion pounds in the past year, but somehow aren't, like, in financial fair play uh, uh, in, in, like, danger of breaching. I don't, I don't understand how all that's working because... It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, we had our own like silly season like last day of the window for Atlanta United. Was it was it all three happened in the last day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just to go through it, I think Jamal Tiari was the first. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and then Zande Silva, and then I feel like our marquee signing, our DP uh, Saba Lobianidze. I don't know Saba. Not trying. Uh, I think he was the last one to officially get signed, but um, yeah, it's like injecting new life into the team. And um, yeah, we, we really haven't talked. We haven't broadcasted since the league's cup exit. Yeah. 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 And I think the big positive from that game was just how good Tristan Mumba looked. Uh, Yeah. That was a breath of fresh air in the midfield that we have. And again, extremely small sample size here but one game in he looked silky smooth with the ball on his feet oh yeah and on like in stride under pressure with space like just throughout the entire match i felt like he aside from almada I, i felt like he was the real standout performer in that match no i agree with you completely like he looked very comfortable like his he had kind of he kind of had magnet feet. Yeah. Um, I felt like he had really good tight close control over the ball whenever he was on it. He looks very comfortable. And um, granted, yeah. I've, said, I've been known to say the same thing about Moreno at one point or another. I'm sure. So hey, Moreno always did. He never like lost the ball. Like I, I he lost the ball from like holding on to it too long. I don't think yeah. he really lost the ball from. I I don't know. I I still kind of miss Moreno. But he's also very frustrating uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. But I think that, yeah, I mean, I feel like Muyumba is, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but he looks every bit the, like the midfielder that we need. Yeah. Right? Like his his ability to... Can, Just say it. Oh, the Nagby replacement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Just say what you want to say. I don't think we're there. I don't think no, we're there yet. Definitely. No, definitely. no, we're not there yet. So... We could be looking at what five brand new players in the starting eleven 
If if you go back to the beginning of the yeah, year, luckily they've all we had a, a month to really gel and train together, which is good. Yeah, I mean, I've never used one of these lineup generators before, and I, I'm I guess probably not worth doing right now while we're on the no. on the um on the show. But it seems like we're going to have two new wingers starting on either side of Yakamakis, right? Mm-hmm. I would think yeah, what Zande Silva is going to be on the left, and then Saba is going to be on the right, and then. Tiago Amada behind them, Mayumba, and then uh, I'm guessing Sadich, or I don't even know who goes next to uh, next to Mayumba there, but I would think yeah. Sadich probably a lot there. Yeah, and then you have you know you're back, uh, I guess back four, but um, yeah. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Also, we had a we had a marquee departure just as much as we've had some marquee signings. Eric Lopez. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Like, who did we sell? No, we mutually mutually agreed to mutually uh yeah, terminated a contract. And it just like was it felt like such a sting because it happened after Franco Obaro was forced to go above uh north of the border. I was like, okay, I'm gonna fuck you guys over. I don't really think that his camp did that, but no. Like, because you're only allowed to have one buyout per season, right? And who did we buy out at the beginning of the year? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it's been, it feels like so long ago. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at in our, you know, our backline stays the same. Miles Robinson is apparently uh, linked with, I think it's PSV Eindhoven in uh, in in the Netherlands. So probably oh. a free transfer or pre- free signing in in December, whenever uh, MLS season ends. Um, yeah, I think our back line probably stays untouched, but then you're looking at like five out of the six in front or no. Yeah. No, four out of the, I guess four out of the remaining six up front that are relatively new. Right. Yeah. Cause you have, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Brittany has completely jogging my memory. It was just Martinez who we bought. <laughs> we, yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Cause he- had what like two years left on his deal something like that yeah so i don't know i'm feeling a little more hopeful i haven't seen a ton of footage of either of the players i've seen some zonde silva i think all that footage with a grain of salt anyway man it's yeah that's fair like unless you're following them regularly and and know what their performance is week in and week out it's impossible to try to gauge what a player is going to really do based on a four minute clipped highlight reel you know yeah, no, for sure. So it we had a uh, scrimmage against St. Louis SC on what was that Saturday? Did we? Yeah. I didn't we even did. know that. It was a behind closed door scrimmage, which is interesting because that was the last preseason match that we had leading into the season was a closed yeah. door scrimmage against St. Louis, which we won. Um, but yeah, it was a three three match. I think Zande Silva had two assists. Um, Everything's behind a paywall, so it's kind of hard to see. Of but um, yeah, trying to let's see. Zande Silva, I know, had two assists, and um, yeah, I don't know. Seems helpful. So yeah, for sure. And they posted a video of him today at training. So um, yeah, it's been weird just having to follow the messy highlight trail basically over the past couple weeks because I've not really. I know that you've watched more of League's Cup than I have. Oh, dude, the the Nashville match was insane because I turned it on. Like, I I think I was on Twitter. I wasn't paying attention. I don't know what I was doing, but I went on to Twitter and they're like, X. oh, X. I'm sorry. I went to X and I saw that. <laughs> dude, all those all those degeneration X memes that <laughs> reels that pop up on Instagram are just the best. Um, no, so I was. Somebody had posted a video of Dax McCarty scoring in like the 98th minute with five minutes of stoppage time, but to tie it and send it to uh, penalties. And then I ended up watching. I turned on the penalties. It was like 4 4. And then Club America scores. And then uh, Maher or Mar uh, misses his or gets it saved. And I was like, okay, whatever. Club America came back. They won or they, they won the match or whatever. I turned it off. Fireworks go off in my, my neighborhood. So that was hilarious. And then lo and behold, I completely missed all the pandemonium that happened afterwards where 
the goalkeeper was off his line and then Nashville got to retake and then Cold America missed and Nashville hit whatever. They're in the semifinals now, right? Uh, where are we at? We have Nashville and Philly and then um, Miami and Monterey. Monterey. I couldn't remember. I knew it was split with an M. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So Philadelphia plays Miami and then Monterey plays Nashville. And do Monterey, I think I'm, I'm very heartened. And you and I talked about this at dinner the other night about, um, you know, just the success of MLS in this, in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, like I said, it makes a huge difference. You know, we talk about it almost every year. It seems like about how imbalanced CONCACAF is because you've got one set of, participants that are in mid-season form and another that aren't even in preseason form really at that point in time and you're assuming that you're going to get the best result out of that mix and it's just impossible versus something like this where both leagues are sort of head-to-head at well I guess it's kind of flipped in this sense right because I don't know where I think there are four matches into the season right now uh Hold on. But yeah, I'm at mean, the, the table right now. Yeah, three, there are three funny. matches in. Yeah. Yeah. So similar thing, right? Like you see how much of a difference it makes for an entire league to be midseason form versus another that's literally just getting started in their season. You know. Yeah. And then the, of course the results are you've got three of the top four out of the the team that's had longer to prepare for it. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. It has to travel less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no that's that's true too the uh so yeah philly's playing they're playing up in philly it's sold out in eight minutes the match against Messi, wow. and then um monterey is playing at nashville at uh geodas park so chiodos park they just they open up with like uh i don't even remember what the fucking chiodos songs were Oh, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't last a minute on the crease. Yeah, yeah. So every time, yeah, at the beginning of the match, they play that. No, instead they play some sort of uh, Judah and the Lion song. Um, yeah. So it's been fun. It's been kind of like pandemonium, uh, but it's. I don't know. I, I I look for. I'm looking forward to it happening every year because yeah. I think it's a it's a good exercise. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's interesting to contrast it with the CONCACAF thing at the beginning. It's like you open up the season with that middle of the season, you've got leagues cup and then, you know, yeah, it's a good rotation. Yeah. And I almost wonder if like CONCACAF takes a look at the, the success that MLS is having and the lack of success that they've had or the success they've had in spite of the schedule, uh, I guess in the case of like what Seattle won um, champ- yeah. or CONCACAF champions league. I wonder if CONCACAF looks at that and they're like, maybe we can get a more competitive competition if we kind of push it a little bit further in terms of start times and our start, whatever the the first matches and get like a more compelling product on the field as opposed to kind of what happens now. But yeah, yeah. yeah, Again, kind of shocked, but also heartened by the fact that, you know, I, I I think Monterey, it's going to be Monterey versus Miami, I think in the final and I think that's going to be a huge, huge, huge game. Is um, it? Um, so there's no qualifying for League's Cup, right? Um, no, I think everybody was in it, right? Right. So that's the other thing, too, is you've got a much bigger sample size in that versus Champions League, too. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and it kind of adds more parity to it too, right? Because you're talking about, I mean, the group stages aren't necessarily even like, you know, our traditional group stages, you know, it's three, right. three teams and two advance. So like there's, yeah, there's a lot more chance for parity. Um, obviously like we, <laughs> we, uh, we drew the shit end of the stick getting messy that early. I don't but, think it mattered when we got them. Honestly, the way Atlanta has been playing. Yeah, no, play, that's fair. Like, it's just, would it have mattered if we played them now? I mean, it's not like the team's really gelling and we've, yeah, we've got these new players and stuff like that, but that doesn't excuse the fact that that Miami game isn't what got Atlanta booted out of contention. Like Atlanta still had a chance to move on in advance aside from 
the result against Miami, you know, yeah. and they still couldn't do it. So, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Not beating Cruz Azul is kind of tough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That, that's what I mean. It's you're literally playing the worst team in, in their league and you can't put that away just to give yourself a, sh- a shot at it. Like it's got nothing yeah. to do with Messi, you know? I mean, to be fair, I, I, I have thrown that around too, that they're the worst team in Liga Mackies and that they're like, winless but it's only three matches in oh you're right <laughs> yeah right. it could be um you know seattle type situation so speaking of which on we're still a little less than a week away uh we play we have a sunday match coming up this sunday yeah. uh where we travel to lumen field up in uh it used to be century link right anyway i thought i saw something on my calendar about a game on monday did uh, your calendar have a match on monday against uh Seattle? Seattle's the 20th. I've got it on my calendar for the 21st for some reason. It's on both days. Oh, never mind. I'm an idiot. It's because it starts at 10.30 a.m. or 10.30 p.m. on Sunday and ends at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's why. Gotcha. Uh, we have Elliot Beaven in the trap. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Um, yeah, not talking to Late night. Yeah. Not talking to Elliot right now because he's a Chelsea fan. But the yeah, going oh my god, yeah, Sunday night match ends at after midnight. No, nope, it's I gonna be, be watching that. I'll be in be bed rough. before it even kicks. Like yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. That's rough. That's real rough. That's um happening. I'll watch it in the gym Monday morning. Close yeah. enough. So that's our, our first match coming back. And and honestly, so I, I guess a couple of things wanted to get your thoughts on because was I don't know Gonzalo Pineda hot seat no hot seat how are you feeling about that see how the rest of the season pans out I I don't think it's happening before the end of the season no matter what happens no that's fair I don't think if he can write the the ship with these new signings and at least get into the second round of playoffs I think everybody will say okay there's some positive starting to peek through here the downside is that you're going to lose Almada next year. You're going to lose Robinson next year. You're going to lose so much going into next season. It's going to be tough to see what happens. But, I mean, he certainly got the pieces to make a salvageable run. I mean, you're not in bad position. What are we sitting sixth right now in the East? Uh, seventh. So, yeah, we're just and – every, And almost everybody except – Nashville ahead of us has a game in hand on us too. So yeah, but it's only like what four or five points separating like third through seventh or something. So like that. it's five between yeah. third and seventh. Yeah. So, and there's still what 10 games left to be played. Yeah. We have 10 matches left. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot that can happen in those last 10 games. And if you can really come on strong, climb up to, you know, fourth, maybe even third get a good position to advance and then maybe get a home match for one of those rounds and and get a run at playoffs. Like Atlanta can really make a go at this thing. They're not out of it. Um, And they've got pieces there a month off. Hopefully Yakamakis is healthy. I mean, he's been struggling of late. I mean, pretty much all season to be honest. Um, It'll, I don't think that he's on the hot seat right now. Uh, should he go one and nine or two, five and three? I, I, I could see him certainly being on the hot seat. Um, but yeah, I, don't. I had to do the math there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why yeah, I had to take on that last number to make sure I had the math right. Cause you could, you could really be looking at two zero to hero type situations with him and Boca Negra. Um, because I, I don't know how much input Pineda has when it comes to transfers, but you know, everybody's calling for Boca Negra's head. We needed signings. We needed signings. You know, we left it really late and you know, a lot of people I think were justifiably mad. Like you said, we would have two to three signings. You said we would have two to three signings. And finally they all kind of waterfalled at the end. Um, and you know, if they do pan out, he could be looking more like a genius. And we could be sitting here looking and wondering how much of that was Darren Eels versus Boca Negra yeah. uh, before Eels went to Newcastle. So I, you know, 
I, I tend to like to give the benefit of the doubt unless it's in the moment. In the moment, you know, I'm not very uh, forgiving because, yep. you know, after that Miami match, I, you know, I really felt like... Burn it uh, down. Burn it down. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to lose to Cruz Azul on PKs, but like just the drubbing we got against Miami was just... Oh, it was God. tough to stomach. It was super tough was. to stomach. It really was. And in, in, in the manner that it's like, really, guys? Like, you're not going to put a body on Messi of all players. Oh yeah. Sosa just Sosa, him. Sosa just bum rushing in there to try to make a play with a shoulder and then just completely just let him walk away. Like just that I, I made my stance. I, I made my impact known. I'm not really actually here playing the ball or playing, you know, for any other reason, but to make a statement against you as an individual and just let him walk back around to back post, you know, completely unchecked unfazed like yeah Ugh. so they have it's interesting they have 12 matches to play and right now they're talking about miami they're um 12 points off the the play-in i guess so it might be tough for them you think they make it yeah i do i think they go undefeated and destroy everybody so long as everybody stays healthy yeah, I think they win MLS Cup. Like Dude, I, I think, I think the biggest thing that's going to be their downfall is, like I said, they've sold out to score goals. They've got shit for defense, man. The amount of goals that they're conceding, like yeah, they're winning games, but they are conceding a shit ton of goals on the path to get there, and they're lucky that they're getting PKs as a a means to an end in League's Cup to continue advancing. I think what three of their wins have come as a result of PKs Two. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards. As we know it, if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill um let's see they beat who they beat they beat dallas in penalties i think it might have just been dallas what um they beat orlando 3-1 beat dallas 4-4 and then charlotte was 4-0 they beat charlotte why did I think that they were drawing? Why did I think they were drawing much higher than? I don't know, but they did give up those four goals against Dallas, and they were very close to getting eliminated. Excuse me for being an idiot, everybody. I thought for sure that they were conceding more goals than they are. <laughs> I mean, they're they're probably bound to, and I think there is probably a recipe out there, and I think we're going to see it from Philadelphia. Um, why was I where... Who was I thinking has just been drawing like crazy lately? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I think that, you know, if you put a ton of pressure on Sergio Busquets in the middle, I think that kind of stamps out a lot of the distribution that they're they're seeing, at least the start of a lot of it. Uh, obviously, you're going to have to stop the guys up front, but I think there's a recipe. I think, well, and I think part of it was watching us get destroyed by ball watching and by star watching. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, if you don't have stars in your eyes whenever you're playing against them and you're putting pressure on them, I think you're probably, you know, a little better uh or you're gonna you're, it's gonna pan uh, out a little he, better uh, for you. i forget if it was the guy from dallas was it the, the defender from dallas or from orlando i forget which i can't remember who the player was um which just validates the whole point of his his stance to the media but the media was asking him about you know what his preparation was like going into the match against miami and he's like you know what same thing as it always is and then they're like well what do you think about playing it with messi and yada 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 and he's like look let's be honest the only reason why you guys are interviewing me right now is because i'm playing because he's playing in this match <laughs> like <laughs> it's like i'm gonna go about my business as if it's just another person like yeah and that's the way you gotta go about it man that's absolutely the way you got to go about it. I can't believe I thought that they were conceding more than that. Maybe I was just thinking about their overall season goal concessions. I, I don't know. My brain yeah. ain't working. Yeah, you think he's going to play whenever they come to Atlanta? Because we're not switching to turf, right? 
No, we're not. And can somebody please let me know if that's actually accurate or if that's just a rumor that he's not going to play on turf? I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's one way or the other. I think it's just, uh, you know, that he's not played on turf in his career. I don't think it's definitive one way or the other. Uh, yeah, it's according to the Mirror, a British outlet, Messi reportedly refuses to play on artificial surfaces, which six MLS teams currently use. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It, which includes New England Revolution, Portland Timber, Seattle Sounders, Charlotte FC, Vancouver Whitecaps, and Atlanta United. And the Colonel is saying it is a rumor. That's what I thought. Like, yeah, but didn't they just play in Charlotte? Um, no, that was that in Charlotte? No, it wasn't. That wasn't done in uh, Fort Lauderdale. It was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think until well, it happens. I, I am. We, just on it tonight boy yeah i was gonna say until it happens you don't really know right like um i was gonna look at the rest of their schedule to see if there's any other when when the turf matches come up so maybe we could see before he comes to atlanta but that's what i thought charlotte was uh, is charlotte uh, let's see cincy red bulls lafc and then us so no he doesn't there's not a turf a turf match uh for him before atlanta and then the last game of the season against Charlotte. So I don't know. That could be a huge game too. That that would be interesting. Let's say he does refuse to play in, in Atlanta because of the turf. And then last match of the season, they're fighting to get into the playoffs and they play in Charlotte. Does he play? Like That'd be wild. Yeah. What That'd what if he terrible. didn't play? Then he <laughs> does play and he tears his ACL. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, and I don't remember who. He's like, we got to get rid of this turf. I feel like we have we have uh, fights. I feel like in our Slack all the time about the turf versus grass stuff. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's our buddy Andy Watkins. Like pulls up all the stuff. It's like there's no statistical evidence that turf is any worse for your for your joints. I think it comes. I don't remember who was talking about that. Maybe it was somebody at work that I was talking with about that. And they're like, that all comes from old school turf and not the stuff that's being used now. Yeah. Because like as somebody with bad knees, like even playing out at Silverbacks, my knees feel so much better playing out at the playing in turf, playing on like rubber and, and stuff than it does playing yeah. on grass. Then again, we're playing on pretty shitty grass fields most of the time. At least growing up, we were right. Um, right. Good old USC Sumter, that sand pit that we played in or dirt dirt patch that we played in. Um lot, man. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, rest of the season for Atlanta United. What do we got? We have uh, Seattle on Sunday, and then we have. Bah, 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 bah. There's no Dan load tonight, so I don't know what we're gonna do instead of that. Um, uh, here we go. All right, so we have Seattle on Sunday, following Saturday at home against Nashville, and then at home against Cincinnati. Ugh. This is a rough stretch. We might not make the cut. Do we have C- we have Seattle away, which I I tend to just think we're never going to win that away. I, I don't know if historically we have. I think we've only really drawn them. Um, or did we beat them last year at home? Was that like one of the last? Anyway, uh, we have Seattle. We have Nashville. We have Cincinnati. We have Dallas. In Dallas. Uh, granted, it's September, so maybe it's a little cooler outside. Uh, we have Miami at home. And then we go into playing DC and I don't even know where Montreal is in the standings, but uh, we finish out the year. <laughs> Fuck me. This schedule is so rough. Like those two matches are like the reprieve, the matches against um, DC and Montreal, because then we end the season with at Philadelphia at home against Columbus and then at Cincinnati. Yeah. But if we do make it with that run, that's got to make you feel real good going into playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's the that's the flip side, right? Like, if you can if you can get results with that schedule left for Atlanta, yeah, and, and climb because the the other side of that is too is like you're playing a lot of the teams that are currently ahead of Atlanta, so your wins are counting for more. Yeah, they're worth more. Yeah. So you know, if you can make a run, you can really climb higher and be in a much better position going into playoffs that you feel much more confident in whoever you end up getting matched up against, you know? 
Yeah, I I really don't feel good after after I mean, looking at I don't that. Feel great thinking about it, but if the results start happening, I feel a hell of a lot better going into playoffs. That's no, you're right. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, Who's that's Miami got left? Ooh, that's a good call. This is just going to become an inner Miami podcast, um, okay. and not even like cheering for them or anything like that. Just trying to keep up with what they're doing. Well, it's going to be an interesting story to watch down the stretch, man. I mean, that's it's it's going to be it's going to be just prime theater coming down the end of the season. So they have two more matches than us, and these are their matches after League's Cup. So um, that one's postponed against Charlotte. So Cincinnati, so that's not a guarantee. Cincinnati is leading the Supporter Shield race. New York Red Bulls away. Both Cincinnati and New York are away. Um, Nashville at home. It's another tough game. Um, I don't know that Red Bulls match is that tough, but LAFC away. It's a tough match. That'll be a huge spectacle. Um, well, that'll be Kansas, a huge spectacle, yeah. Kansas City, they'll probably win that against us. And then Toronto. Win. Yeah, Toronto, winnable for sure. Uh, Orlando, NYCFC. Um, Chicago, Cincinnati, Charlotte. So I, it's going to be a, a, easier. I think it, yeah, but. But still some tough matches in there. Yeah, because you have Cincinnati twice, just like Cincinnati Atlanta twice, does. Nashville. LAFC away. LAFC away. Charlotte away to end the season. Yep. I mean, Orlando in Orlando. Uh, That's going to be a crazy environment for sure. No, yeah, especially given that they, they knocked him out at the League's Cup. So That's right. Um, yeah, I, I they have kind of a tough road to hoe, I think. Um, I bet there's probably some sort of there's got to be some sort of analysis on strength of schedule uh, remaining, but oh, I believe sure. that somebody like Teotl football probably has that, but I'd have to think that we're probably uh, on the like bad end of that. Like that does not look great. Without a doubt. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but you're right. Like it, I, I feel like it was kind of a blessing in disguise, not, going all the way through in league's cup obviously i'd be feeling different if we were if we were still in it but you know trying to look at everything with the grain of salt or not grain of salt but with um you know look at the silver lining of it and and seeing the new players and the time that they get to integrate into the squad and get match fit and is league's cup as much as we just talked about how much we love it is ml is the mls season becoming too bogged down with tournaments no, I don't think so. I mean, you look at, I don't know, look at the major leagues, right? Look at look at England. They play, um, depending on who the team is, they obviously have their EPL schedule, which is longer than ours. They have uh, leagues, their League Cup, the Carabao Cup. They have the FA Cup. They have, um, and then Champions League, Europa League, Europa League Conference, okay. whatever people are okay. playing yeah. in. Yeah, so... I mean, you're usually, I mean, you're starting off with the intention of playing at least three competitions throughout yeah. the year, even if you're bottom of the table. So it's, um, I mean, that's where we are, I guess, right? Because Open Cup, yeah. well, I guess this would be number four, right? MLS, Leagues Cup, CCL, and and, uh, and US Open Cup. So I guess it's pretty similar um, yeah. in schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I like it for us because I think it's more exposure. And I, I tend yeah. to think that we are going to see a murder just, at some hate, point. I just hate the amount of wear and tear on the players with the, the salary structure and MLS to where you're so limited in the amount of talent that you can really have on the field based on salary cap to begin with. And now you're, imposing more and more playtime on your teams. And I guess one way to get around that is that you're playing, you know, your B or C squad in those, but then at the same time, like you want to go after championships, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. So I, you're right. Like it has to be, 
they have to be relative to one another, right? Like, I guess as you start to scale up on in competition, I'm saying, yeah, for sure, there has to be some revenue increase that's coming from Leagues Cup, and you have to be able to like bolster what teams are able to do. Like, I, I mean, this this league has been screaming out for at least another fourth, you know, a fourth DP slot and a couple more million in cap room. Like, that, I feel like that's such an easy fix for yeah. a lot of this stuff that that's happened. You know, a lot of the the restraints and kind of the limits that, you know, they seem artificial at this point, the limits that are being placed on these, on these teams, because I don't think that they, I don't think that the changes or the, what do you even call it? Yeah. The scaling up in the CBA is commensurate with the growth of the actual league. I feel like the league is growing far quicker than, than the league is actually letting it um, like in spite of itself almost. Well, especially now, I mean, the explosion of fandom that's going to pour into MLS over the next three to five years after this messy signing is going to be astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People that are going to be, you know, the, the benefit is the league has grown just in the number of teams available and while, yes, there's going to be a ton of new inner Miami fans, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to go support their local MLS team just to go have the chance to see. I mean, look at what's happened just in Miami. I mean, it's going to happen in other cities around the league as Miami comes to play in those cities that the who's who in town is going to be going out and and buying into this culture at of their MLS club supporters and there's going to be this dearth of new fans that are going to all of a sudden be like oh wow i didn't know you know what it what this whole new england revolution atmosphere was really like until i went and actually went to a game whenever messi was in town or whatever you know yeah, no 100 percent. um and i think one of the things that really sucks and and we talked about it maybe the last time was just the the issue of the Saudi league taking away more guys. Like, like it would have been nice to be able to bring Neymar over to MLS. Like even if he went to LA galaxy, like if that would have happened, I would have been super happy because it's more exposure for the league. It's more revenue for the league. It's more people going into the stadiums, as you said, to watch against the, the opposing, uh, the opposing superstar, whether they're wanting to hop on that bandwagon or cheer for their team that they don't really know to try and stop this, you know, to stop this uh, superstar from, you know, what's this Atlanta third kit? Oh, you haven't seen this? Hold on, don't don't look. I'm about to show it. I'm about to present it. No, I have not seen it. Oh, geez, it's can it seems like it's confirmed. I've not been on Twitter in ages. I can't. I can't with that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. Somebody typed into Chat GPT and they're like, "Give me graffiti." of oh, atl no. and utd and then just repeat it it's Why like did you not just get one of the many street artists in atlanta to actually do this this looks like a county fair airbrusher slap <laughs> on a basic pull up county fair airbrush t-shirt tim the fucking little the little stars on that thing pull it up Show me County Fair airbrush T-shirts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm, and for I'm not. for those of you that are listening to us, uh, we are at minute. What is this like? Forty one. Yeah, forty one is where it would have started on YouTube. If you wanted to like do some sort of sync up. All right, I'm doing a Google image search for County Fair. Oh man. Yeah, or or just like spring break T-shirts from Myrtle Beach. Look at That's that! Very... The, the dude doing the little uh, the masks. No, 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 go back. Uh, oh, oh, even there you go down at the bottom where, where you're at over to the left, bottom left. Yeah, right there. Now pull up that pull up that fucking thing that you just had. Up oh my kid. god! I mean, <laughs> the toggle back. I'm not I'm not feeling this dude. I'm not I'm not feeling yeah. Somebody this. typed in um in Chat GPT. They're like in the style of county fair airbrush artist, give me right. Atlanta United kit. I can't do it. 
Like, how cool would a big mouth Greg Mike jersey be? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's super disappointing. Oh, my God. There's so many better options. I'm sorry, that the Colonel. Can't be real. That can't be real. Yeah. No, it's real. I think it's confirmed by Doug and somebody else. Oh, somebody. that's worse. That's that's worse than Wavy Bacon. I'm sorry, Colonel. I want you to wear it. I want you to love it. I want you to live your life. Oh, uh, yeah. Rob Osri, I think, puts it very well on Twitter. Uh, he said, I try to be as fair and honest as possible with this kit release or with these kit releases, but I'm just not seeing it here. It's a good idea, but poor execution. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So um, to go back to like the impact, money impact, Manuel joining us in, in the trap said he uh, said big time in terms of like the impact of players. He said he uh, he subscribed to Apple TV just to see the matches now. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's like a lasting impact. I'll be interested to see if the Saudi league collapses in that pipeline starts to kind of come back. Um, I mean, we're paying for we're, it. Again. We're, I need to huh? see it again. I can't believe this is real. <sighs> yeah. I'm so glad I've not been on online. I've been mad online for the past like week. It's all <sighs> tra- transfer shit. It's so bad, man. Um. So the A or no, the U. The U? Yeah. The U looks like a, is it Ulu knife? It looks like a a delta sign from like a fraternity or something. Nah, dude, it's it's an Ulu knife. Um, <laughs> it's one of these. It's like traditional, I think, indigenous uh, cook cooking. Uh, you have this cutting board with a bowl in the middle of it, and it's almost like a knife mortar pestle type deal. Oh. And then I'll go back to this, and you see the little Ulu knife that's right there. <laughs> it's an Ulu Ulu knife with a with a little like a sparkle a ting dude yeah it's not fun i don't this is like the shit i would do on my notebook and be ashamed of if somebody saw it it's one step away from the little s sign like oh three line dude. Up. <laughs> dude, <laughs> why is... have a kit with that on it to be honest i'd rather have like a <laughs> composition notebook kit that's the black and white splotches but then it's just peppered with like the little <laughs> line s thing like all of those little <sighs> cliche things like some big bubble text on there i would rather oh that God. than this oh, See, i always thought it was like the sonic s but it's uh yeah, yeah. it's called the super s i the guess super s yeah, dude. Would tell me, for S kit, like how sweet would a super S kit be, though, for real? Dude, but for Seattle, like think about oh, Seattle dude. Sounders. But then it, it might SS next to each other like that. Might not be good either. Oh, like yes. yeah, a little tight. Yeah, it's uh maybe Sporting Casey one S. We'll keep one S in there. I um, yeah, I that'd be pretty pretty solid. Man, how good was that? Like I felt like so happy i could draw those because i couldn't draw shit for anything else <laughs> that's that's the allure of it <laughs> yeah it was that and spongebob i, I learned how to draw, draw spongebob at one point you're all like, about yeah. turtles now man you can draw turtles in your suit dude now. oh my god yes i can i you know my main canvas being the side of bathtubs is where uh and my my main medium being bath crayons um hey <laughs> i i, I want to know here's a poll how do you pronounce crayon? C R A Y O N. How do you pronounce that? How do you pronounce it, Kevin? Crayon. Crayon. See, I'm crayon. I'm Team Crayon. Like, like it's C R A N. Yeah. No, you skipped over like three letters in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Stacy's Team Crayon too, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. I feel like it's a Midwest or like Northern thing or something. I don't yeah. know. I obviously picked it up from my parents. As long as you're not team crown. Crown. <laughs> a crown. That's, crown. <laughs> that's how you know you grew up in the deep South is crown. when you, when you knew people who pronounced crayon or crayon crown. Yeah. Crayon. Yeah. That's what Brittany S says too. Crayon. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, do you want to see that kit one more time? 
No, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm so done. That is 100% an Ulu knife. Oh, God. I'm so done, man. Somebody will find a way to do it the right way, though. Somebody will look great in it, and they'll, like, it's just not going to be something that I can wear. That's I think sure. it, I, I do think it is super cool that uh, Goody Mob was the one that leaked it because it's uh, hold on if I could just share I'll share the uh, the Twitter stream that I have up right now that I found the image on. I like the idea. I really do like the concept of it. For sure. No, me too. Yeah. I just wish it was better executed. It's almost yeah. like yearbook art. It is. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's inside of or on the it's it's. For the people who used brown grocery bags to wrap their textbooks in high school, it's what you drew on that. Yeah. Yeah. Click on people. that picture that Rob Usery posted. Because it looks a little bit better not zoomed in. No, the other one. I was going to say, this is the same picture. This one? Yeah. It didn't look as bad, but like all of them kind of standing but- there wearing it. Like, but why? But still, like, there's just the seams on it and the way that it, like, trying to make that text into a pattern and, uh. But why is the crest still black and white? Like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you add some treatment to that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. The back's just all black, but then there's still lettering on the sleeves, I guess. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Not my favorite. The idea is the execution. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, me either. I don't, I don't have... Uh, I don't have anything else. Um, I don't think I've got anything else. Um, just have to. Yeah, I mean, just it'll just be outro music tonight. Uh, yeah, nothing left for tonight. Um, we appreciate all of you for hanging out with us each and every week. Um, we're officially back into the swing of things now that we've got a game coming up this weekend and more to follow going down the home stretch of the season with 10 games left and hopefully Atlanta finds a way to sneak into the playoffs and wins the damn thing. Um, you can follow along with us each and every week. You can find us on X at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled being the number four. You can find us. Where else can they find you, Tim? Uh, on OnlyFans at Tim Herb. Yeah. Yep. Same here. No, on Instagram, you can find me. Account. You can actually find me on OnlyFans at Tim Herb. Um, <laughs> oh, no, um, so, yeah. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Um, we'll be back next week. As always, be home for See you guys. Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.